0: Welcome to Tell Me More, Tell Me More, the podcast. I am your host, Aaliyah.
1: And I'm your host, Adicia.
0: And this is a movie musical podcast where we watch a movie musical and then we talk about it. This week, we are talking about Camp Rock. I'm annoyed today. (laughs) (laughs) Not about the movie. I just want to put this out. That, like, we've had an unfortunate incident with a previous recording of a previous episode that i'll probably talk about when we actually get to the episode um but yeah i'm just a little bit irritated with myself but it's fine <laughs> we're gonna have a good time talking about Kim brock what is your history with the movie um my history of the movie is practically
1: none okay um i watched it when it came out on Disney Channel, I think, mm-hmm. um, that's pretty much about it. I was I wasn't that much of a Disney Channel fan. Sure. I think because we didn't have it for a lot of the time I spent growing up, and it yep. only really like came to our house um when I was a preteen going into a teenager. So it's just kind of familiar in the in the sense that I've seen it before.
0: I, kind of the same, really. I would not really been a huge fan of it. It's not that I didn't like it or anything. It was just, it happened. We had Disney. Yeah. I watched it. <laughs> I have no real, like, um, memories attached to it in any way. Yeah. Outside of, like, this is or whatever. That comes right at the end. Um, but outside of that, I'm just like, yeah, it happened, you know? It was, like, Demi's... I think, debut into Disney Channel and all of that, and that's nice for her. But, yeah, that's kind of my history with it, is that there isn't really much of one as well.
1: So, like I said, Rock came out in 2008. Mm -hmm. Um, One thing I will talk about before really anything else is the hair in this movie (laughs) is so 2008, it's almost painful. Are you talking about Joe's hair?
2: yes <laughs> yes i am
1: i am because yep. camp rock 2 takes place in uh, came out in 2010 mm-hmm. everything is so much better yeah everyone learns how to do their hair but <clears throat> so in camp rock um it is the last day of school and we are greeted with our <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> We're greeted with our protagonist, Michi,
2: mm-hmm. who
1: is just getting out of bed, and we have the song, Who Will I Be?
0: Who Will I Be? Na-na-na-na. I don't know the words, the possibilities. <laughs> this is kind of all I remember from that.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's her, our intro to Michi. You can tell that she is a fun, spirited teen girl. Who has like posters and likes music? She's a quirky songwriter. Yeah,
0: she there's a whole it's a weird like montage of her trying on like it's last day of school outfits, which I didn't know was a thing. Yeah, I know like first day of school outfits are a thing, where people are like, "This will define how people see me for the rest of the year," which Mm -hmm. is that's not what happens, but you know that's the thinking at that age, and. I've never heard of, like, the perfect last day of school outfit where she's, like, doing her hair in weird ways. Which, by the way, like, it doesn't look at any point that that's a look she would ever commit to. (laughs) Because, like, she does, like, weird pigtails and she's, like, shaking her hair. I'm like, that's not a look you'd do. (laughs) And she, like, does a weird, like, messy bun thing. And I'm like, that's also You wouldn't. (laughs) Come on. (laughs) It's a weird little cute little um quirky, relatable girl moment thing.
1: Yeah, we um. Uh, after that, we go to breakfast with her and her mom. Hmm. I, I think at first I thought that it was just her and her mom because her dad is barely seen in this movie. It's like, oh, she has a dad, yeah, right?
2: He appears
0: like at the beginning and at the end, yeah, pretty much, yeah.
1: But um, her and her mom seem to have a good relationship. Um, and they watch this show called Hot Tunes TV, which I guess is like MTV. Yeah, um, there's
0: and- a very similar type of channel i think in the um, another cinderella story with selena gomez there's just like there to deliver one piece of news and that is this pop star is going to be near our protagonist for (laughs) the rest of the movie
2: we
1: then get introduced kind of to the character of shane gray who's played by joe jonas
2: yeah
1: um michi is demi lovato by the way right um Forgot to kind of gloss over that, um. But so we have Shane Gray, who is part of the band, Connect Three. Um, <laughs> you couldn't see my eye roll, but it happened. <laughs> uh, I just I have to like keep it inside and remember that this is a movie for children.
0: <laughs> Why? Why? Like, what's the eye roll about? Oh well, no! It's just
1: like, c- cause Connect Four. The game Oh I see I see so I see. Connect three. Sure. It's like it's a great name. So their summer tour has been canceled due to Shane's behavior. Um Shane is like a bad boy, I guess.
0: Yeah, he's the front man, so he gets to have an attitude, I
1: guess. Yeah. <laughs> has been planting brochures about Camp Rock, this rock camp. Well, it's not specifically rock. It's a music camp that yeah. she wants to go to. And her mother makes it very clear that they can't afford it right now because she's a caterer and her dad runs a hardware store.
0: Yeah. And I mean, it's weird for me because, like, when her mom's like, we've spoken about this, you can't do it. She acts so dis... Like, I don't know. I get that she's disappointed, but in a weird way, I'm like, This level of disappointment (laughs) should not be a thing because I assume you've had this conversation before and it sounds like it's happened not one, two, three times, but maybe four, five, six times.
1: I feel like Mitchie's like, okay, if I plant the idea like every month, then
0: by the time that it's time, she will have changed her mind or whatever. But yeah, she's like super disappointed. I'm like, (laughs) oh. Oh, I guess I won't eat breakfast. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> um
1: then we meet Nichi at the last day of school. Um she has one friend whose name is Sienna who we see the one time
0: mm-hmm. and
1: then we never see her again. Yeah. Um
0: I like I I don't quite know why um Mitchie and her friend are acting like she will never be able to go to Camp Rock. <laughs> is this the last year she's eligible to go? It's not, because Camp Rock 2 happens. It is. That's not, it's, like it's not established um, that that is the case, right? And it's not like it's the first year of the camp existing kind of thing. Yeah. It's not like they announced this new camp, and she's been trying to get there because it's like oh it's gonna be a really cool camp that no one's ever been to kind of thing it there's no <laughs> real reason that they're acting so dire about it <laughs> i don't get it but okay
1: <laughs> but yes apparently according to Sienna, camp rock is the music camp um and anyone who wants to do anything with music has to go to the camp which Mitchie already knows Connie, uh, Michi's mom.
0: Who, fun tidbit, play, at this time was playing Selena Gomez's mom in Wiz- Wizard of yeah. Place, And at this time, Demi and Selena were best friends. So
1: At this time. And no time since.
0: You know what I mean? People grow apart.
1: Especially when boys are involved. Anyway, so um, Connie, Michi's mom, uh, is hired by the camp as a caterer, so, surprise Timichi when she is out, uh, not when she's out, when she comes out to the backyard with her parents. Yeah. Um, they reveal to her that she's able to go to Camp Rock
2: yeah. at a
1: discounted price, as long as she helps out in the kitchen with her mom. Yep.
0: Yeah. And they go to Camp Rock. Yeah. And immediately there's just break dancing <laughs> wherever the fuck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> which like I, I i was like yeah they're they're like this is definitely a musical but that's the only like non diegetic thing that happens mm-hmm. that the i mean we have to talk
1: about, about these diegeses because um there are some audio things that happen but sure. to <laughs>
0: yeah but like it's otherwise like there's no real music that's happening when they're brain dancing outside of the score itself yeah like <laughs> If you just remove the sound of the score and you just have natural sounds happening, it's such a weird fucking scene. (laughs) These kids just, like, breaking it down to, like, the sounds of the birds.
1: (laughs) So, uh, Michi and her mom drive up in her catering van next to a limo, and we get introduced to another of the main players. Mm -hmm. Tess. Tess is rich... Her mom is um, a rock star, I think. Yeah, she, she's like a pop diva, I think. Yeah. yeah. She, I know she has concerts and stuff, and she's like touring and like traveling, and I don't know. Yeah. But Tess is rich. And we also get introduced to Brown Cesario, which is a heck of a name <laughs> for a random person. Like, Shane Gray, Mitchie Torres... All of these are kind of regular names. And then we have Brown. Who names their (laughs) child
0: Brown? Maybe he changed his name. Sure, possibly. But to Brown, I don't know.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. Like I I, I don't know what to tell you, man. I'd understand if his name was like Cesario Brown.
2: Okay, yeah. Cesario
1: is Kind of reasonable, maybe more Italian, but maybe he comes from an Italian family. Brown right. is a first name <laughs> anyway. But he's the uh, basically like the camp director, he's in charge. Yeah. and He, he used he, to be a
0: rock star, or yeah. he used to be in a band, and he could not resist name dropping Mick Jagger, yeah,
1: and Aerosmith, yeah, just, like the whole thing.
0: And it's like, we get it, <laughs> you know, rock references. The children watching this movie probably (laughs) don't, though, so who is this? For their mom who's watching as well?
1: I guess so. But yeah, he introduces himself to Connie and Mitchie is already gone Mm -hmm. by the time that happens because she wants to explore the camp reasonably. So the camp kids are all jamming, and then I wrote down, Hey Allison Stoner's in this. <laughs> yeah. I did not remember that happening. Um
0: I love because I think they introduced her and she's like, Yeah, I make music and then she plays all of three notes and it's just like and and um and she's like, That's good and I'm like, No, it's not good. <laughs> That is absolutely not good. So I'd be like,
1: What? sound was that (laughs) good god but she plays caitlin uh in this movie so then we get introduced to Dee duke she is the musical director we don't see her that much in the movie just whenever an event is about to happen (laughs) she She introduces introduces (laughs) it
0: That is her one and only job in Camp Rock.
1: And I'm just like, you're the musical director. Are you coordinating? What are you doing? We don't
0: see you at all. Yeah, she just comes in. She's like, hey, this is the opening of the Camp Rock season. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Anyway, here's some two little black boys rapping for you. <laughs> and she says, wait, she says, I can't remember what she says, but she tries to use, like, uh, teen slang jargon yeah kind of thing and I'm like this is awkward <laughs> I'm like ooh it's very like hello my fellow kids kind of thing <laughs> <laughs> ooh.
2: how do my fellow teens
0: yeah
1: um she also announces that this year they're going to have a special music guest instructor kind of thing. Right. And this is just what I wrote the hair. Nah. The-
2: the hair.
0: Cuz I think you were they... focused on the hair. I was focused on the acting. <laughs> because look, at this point the Jonas brothers weren't known for their acting. Yeah. I'd only ever seen two things of theirs and they were both music videos. And as much as I was in love with Nick at the time, you like know, act and it was very awkward. <laughs> <laughs> They end up getting a Disney show, by the way. Like, at some time down the line, maybe a year, maybe a little less than that, they had, like, a whole Disney show. Yeah. Where they're essentially playing themselves, but still, the acting's so, like, stiff
2: Mm -hmm.
0: and, like, awkward. Because, like, you can tell where the jokes are, the delivery's just a little awkward, (laughs) see... (laughs) emoting. <laughs> Joe of the three is the best actor, yeah. to be honest.
1: I mean, he's the front man. I think he's had more practice trying to convey the thing as he's singing. As I mean,
0: a... Nick is also... Yes, but he's not, like, good at acting. I know. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I didn't say that. That was that was not the words that came out of my mouth. So, Shane... Uh, has to be there essentially to fix his attitude mm-hmm. so connect three oh is that right so connect three can be connected like when they first met at Camp Rock three years ago
0: yeah okay <laughs> this is gonna come back in when we talk about Camp Rock 2 whenever it is that it, whenever that is but they establish here that they're not brothers, right? Yes. Because they said met. Yes. But. Li- <laughs> Campfrog 2 just retcons that, I think, <laughs> as far as I remember. Maybe I'm incorrect and remembering it incorrectly, but I watched Camp Rock 2 like two days ago. So. What?
1: I mean, I know it says that they met, but maybe they met like. I don't know what they could They mean. could
0: honestly <laughs> not mean anything other than they met at Camp Rock because later on
1: or was it earlier? I don't remember exactly. I watched this movie very late at night <laughs> <laughs> after a long day of work. Uh but I think someone was saying that the camp was where they developed their sound. And I was like Oh, yeah, sure, that's where they developed their sound, you know, that they all came there together, and that's where they had the freedom to maybe work and figure things out, and then they got hired by a record company and what have you. But if that's where they met, met. for the first time, and then that's where they connect, because I was like, why are they called Connect 3? That's That makes sense if they're strangers.
0: Yeah. I don't know. Because, yeah, because I did write as a note, I love that they're not brothers in this. Yeah. I uh, something like I love. I find it funny that they're not brothers in this, but <laughs> <laughs>
1: I also start to wonder if they're friends because they don't like interact kindly to each other yeah. for most of them. It's only at the end. Yeah. I was like, all right, fine, yeah. But yeah, Shane essentially gets stranded there while his not brothers go off in the limo. Yeah, so there's going to be open mic night. Um, and Mitchie's mom has tried to encourage her to go out to the open mic night, uh, just to share herself. But Michi for seems to be very shy. Yeah. Very uh she's she's not introverted in a lot of other ways, but when it comes to her singing, she's very like uh reclusive or like inward about it. She's not true to other people think about it. Which, you know, fair. Yeah. Very fair, especially if you're a teenager and you're just developing songs on your own to put them in front of everyone. takes a lot of confidence. Yeah. And she seems to be lacking in that. So she, Michi, is who is helping out in the kitchen, uh, goes to take some trash and she overhears Tess practicing with two other girls who I did not introduce who are Peggy
2: and Ella.
0: For the longest time, when I'd at this time seen camp, yes. um. For the longest time, I thought Peggy was
2: the girl that plays. Yes. No,
0: no, 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 no. Honestly. Honestly.
1: (laughs) Like, unless you hear the camp episode, that will make no sense to you. But, yes. Yeah. I I was looking at her and I was like, do you have, you just need some braces. Yeah. Honestly, if you just have braces, you look exactly. Exactly
0: I know. Because, like, I was like, wait a minute. Is this? timeline doesn't make sense if that is her <laughs> but but. I,
1: I had to, I, I looked her up because I was like, I forgot the years difference and I was just like, maybe <laughs> yeah. she just has a young face i like, oh no, they're different people, okay yeah. alright oh. I'm glad to know it wasn't just me because <laughs> I thought, Am I might. do I have a problem? <laughs> like, is, it, is it because I just watched camp? Is it, is it because, but you watched camp after Camp Rock and you yeah. thought the same thing, yeah. so it's not just me <laughs> oh gosh. Um, but yes, uh, Tessa's group is practicing one of the songs that I will say what it is later,
2: mm-hmm.
1: but they're just practicing and that is a thing that you mentioned uh, before where Camrock tends to give snippets of songs that we will hear the full song of later, later. on, mm-hmm. but not in the sense of stage fright where stage fright just
0: gives the, you
2: the same, the same snippet. snippet <laughs> over
0: and over, yeah. yeah. It's- yeah, they do it very well. And, I mean, we'll, I guess, get into it later. But I appreciate the way they it in this.
1: I will say, doing this podcast, I feel like we're going to build up a wealth of knowledge. But we're always going to compare things to stage fright. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to have this backlog of movie information about musicals. And we'll reference some of them. But we will always go back to stage fright.
0: Stage fright is the one.
1: <laughs> but, yes. So... Shane wants to go home, reasonably, because he, he is alone, and even though his uncle, um, who is brown, is there running the camp, right. he is basically on his own, and he, keep, he he gets chased by fangirls who know who he is, mm. which is a little terrifying, Yeah, <laughs> I, I will admit, because yeah. it's like, you're here, and you're walking, and then... Girls start running after you, which, like, might sound delightful, but, like...
0: Yeah, I mean, <sighs> he's been a pop star or, or whatever for a, a few years now. Yeah. And I, I'm pretty sure the novelty in that wears off yeah. fairly quickly once you realize, ah, privacy.
1: <laughs> you have none. Yeah. But while he's hiding in the bushes, he overhears Mitchy who... There's a piano in the cafeteria, but this is rock camp, so, so yeah, have uh. to <laughs>
0: overlook that shit. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, to be fair, I think we had a piano in my like, high school cafeteria.
1: So he manages to overhear Mitchy, who doesn't know that he's listening. Yeah, um, singing a uh, bar or four from this is me. Mm-hmm. Um, this is real. This is me. Exactly where I'm supposed to be. So that section. And by the time he manages to pull himself out of the bushes and try to see who that is, Mitchie's already walked off.
0: Which, <laughs> I have questions. She <laughs> yells, is anybody here? Where are you? Or whatever. She left 2.5 seconds ago. <laughs> I'm fairly certain she would have heard him. Mm-hmm. I don't know. The logic in just that moment is weird for me.
1: There's no room for logic when you need a plot, Leah. I know. if he if she'd heard him there would be no plot the movie would have ended (laughs) there
0: i feel like maybe they could have like um spaced out she finishes we see a couple more girls run or something yeah and that's why he's still hiding yeah that by the time that he gets out to try and see she's for sure gone yeah you know like just a little, like, little <laughs> bit like a little bit just to make it believable that she didn't hear him go hey girl singing bitch where you at you know
1: in comparison to camp
0: mm-hmm.
1: um which you have no context for mm-hmm. but in comparison <laughs> to camp Mitchie's mother is so supportive of her right all the time <laughs> yeah she's
0: so nice and so like yeah, go girl. It's fine. They have a really good relationship.
1: Yeah, yeah. For context, all the parents in camp are terrible, but yeah, Mitchie's mom is constantly encouraging her to be herself. to be like try, try things out, and just like try to sing yeah. in public because that she can't. She wanted to come to this camp mm-hmm. to do music. She can't not do the music, <laughs> right? Which is fair. Um, but yeah, she tries to. Uh, encourage her to be herself. Uh so Michi goes to the open mic, not to sing, but to see, I think. Yeah. And we get we get introduced to Lola a second before she starts to sing. <laughs>
0: she's so, like, hi, I'm Lola. Anyways, who's that? No. My God, what it takes to be the the me the me
1: that I mean, it's it's a fun song, but it's just so immediate and yeah. also very coordinated.
0: Yeah, because it's like because we aren't given any indication that there was any rehearsal yeah. for this opening night <laughs> thing, but everybody seems to fall into whatever the heck is happening. And I guess we have to suspend our disbelief because it's a musical, which is fair, but also not fair because these are diegetical scenes. I'm just like. Oh, oh. <laughs>
1: But, yeah, everyone remarked that Lolo is so
0: good. Digetic. Yes.
1: <laughs> and...
0: Oh, and Roshan something. Ferguson? R- Roshan something or other. Yes. Is in it. And he... Do you know who he is? No. Uh, he's the light-skinned one.
2: Okay.
0: Yeah. He... I mean, he might be mixed race. I think he's mixed race. Um, but, yeah, he's in Shake It Up as Zendaya's brother. Oh. Yeah. And I used to oh, have a huge crush on him. That's
1: where I know his face. Fi- okay, yeah.
0: things are making more sense now. Because
1: a lot of the time, I, I look at the kids in cap and up, I'm like, do I know you <laughs> from something else or just this movie? <laughs> <laughs> just it, it was just taking. I was like, I was trying not to think too much of it. Because with Alice and Sona, I could be like, oh, it's Allison Stoner. Right. Step up. Fine. Um, yeah. But everyone else was like. Who are you
0: <laughs> i only like when it comes to dcoms i only know them in relation to disney channel yeah for the most part <laughs> so like even allison stoner my first thought wasn't missy or step up it was hey she's from um what's it zag and Cody. She was in Zack and Cody? Yeah, she's the um, tomboyish best friend. That's her? Yeah.
1: Oh my god.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I've been lo- in love with her for like my whole life, but
1: yeah. <laughs> uh, Lola performs. She's so good. Everything is great. And,
0: and I love then, that they have the little black girl do a rap.
1: So, um, Caitlin starts to tell Mitchie about who Tess is, because she can see Tess over the way yeah um Tess runs the camp because of her bling it's it's very much uh this camp is about who knows who or whose parents know who right more thing and it's just who's who's richest who's the most popular which makes me wonder how Caitlin got in because she doesn't seem to be
0: like the others I think they are I think she probably is of from like a slightly wealthy family not like Super rich because I feel like a lot of the people there aren't like super rich, they're just they've got they're middle classish or whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah, because like it when later when she's like, oh, I was friends with them, I'm assuming she had some form of clout, yeah. she had to have had some clout, yeah,
1: makes sense. But yeah, Caitlyn is essentially trying to warn Michi about tests, and Michi goes over her head. And mm-hmm. when Tess comes up to them, she introduces herself, and she's like, oh, Michi Torres. And Peggy's like, oh, are you Nikki Torres' daughter? My dad coyote for one of his shows. And she's like, no, my dad runs a hardware store, <laughs> which is yeah. fair.
0: Yeah, but then she immediately realizes that that won't get her friends here. Yeah. um, Or at least won't get her the popular friends And she immediately, like, goes on a different course and is like, but my mom, (laughs) she is the head of something. She's the president. of the vice president of Hot Tunes TV China.
1: Yeah. But, yeah. So, her mom is president of a music channel to save face in front of Tess. Yep. And after that, when she gets invited (laughs) to... Well, first to their seating section, and then to their cabin. Yeah. So, Mitchy's mom doesn't know a thing, is thrilled that her daughter's making friends. She's like, yeah, you can go um, sleep in their cabin, that's fine. Yeah. <sighs> oh, mother, if you only knew.
0: You have been to Seoul, replaced <laughs> with an imaginary mom who works in Hot Tunes, TV,
2: China. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but... Uh, in the cabin, in Tess's cabin we get a glimpse that not everything is sunny and cheery in Tess Tyler's life because mm. she has a mom who seems very busy uh, doesn't really have much time for her, like, I, I don't remember if she, if she diverts, oh no she has to take another call while she's on the on phone, phone with yeah. her and it's like Oh, Tessa, are you sad, baby? I'm pretty sure I'm gonna hate you for the rest of this movie, but I guess you're a sad person. That I mean, it's that... it's meant to make us feel bad for you.
0: Yeah, that cliche <laughs> thing of like the mean popular girl is only mean and po- like mean um with her popularity because things at home kind of suck and her yeah. mom's a little bit of mean to her kind of thing. Yeah, or like is takes neglected takes her yeah. takes out her aggressions
1: on other people
0: yeah which oh, well, I'm sure true. it's a trope or stereotype that stems from some form of truth so yeah not to make it right but it's there
1: <laughs> but yeah Michi comes to the cabin and is told to take Peggy's bed which unnecessary Tessa mm-hmm. I mean Tess rather um but Ella and Peggy seem pretty friendly, opposed to Tess. Yeah. And they encourage me to just share one of her songs, which is This Is Me. Uh, no,
0: she sings um, Who Will I... No, is it This Is Me?
1: Yes, This Is Me.
0: Oh, Who Will I Be is later, is yeah. yeah. Okay.
1: Who Will I Be is in the, in the um, performance room thing.
0: Yeah. She sings the verse, though. She doesn't sing the same snippet that we heard earlier. No, she does. No, she doesn't. Yeah. This
2: is real. This is me.
0: Gonna land the light? Shine. And then she, and then she stops. Yeah. <laughs> you, you was right. You was right. <laughs> you was right. But yeah, she then sings a song that we just heard her working on, I guess.
2: Yeah.
0: Um, Which is just the chorus of it. Um, And they're like, oh my god, you're good. And Tess is like, <laughs> she doesn't say it, but you can see it in her face. In her She's face. like, God damn it. I will
1: say the girl who plays Tess does have, like, a really good, like, face pout. Mm-hmm. It's like she knows how to look just intensely frustrated with the situation. Yeah. So, Mitchie has to sneak out early because she still has to help her mom in the kitchen all the time.
0: I wrote, I'm still thinking of Joe's hair. <laughs> Yes. Anyway, you <laughs> saying. Um, where
1: was that? Yeah, Mitchie has to sneak out um, to help her mom, which uh, she, when she accidentally disturbs Ella, she tries to convince her that she's dreaming and that she's a rock princess, uh. which is cute. Um Caitlyn tries to. I said Caitlyn warns Mitchie again to. Not oh, because Caitlyn asks Mitchie if she is any good, right, at being a singer, and she's like, "Well, I don't know, kind of." She's like, "Oh, it's good for you to not be good if you want to be Tess's friend," right? Which is like that should send like several alarm bells ringing, but Mitchie's just like, "No, I want to be
0: popular." I mean, because she's only (laughs) got that one friend. (laughs) So it's nice I to mean, have it a seems girlfriend.
1: like she has a good. Like, what is the wrong with having one friend if you have a good
0: friend? <laughs> I don't know, man. He's <laughs> sixteen, I think. So to her, that's like super important. Hmm. I don't know. I just, it's not
2: worth it to me. But it anyway, really
0: isn't. Um, Shane gets
1: told by his uncle Brown that he has to teach a class, and he just wants to stay in bed. So he gets water thrown on him. Uh and he's
0: like, you're going to have to put that in the sun because that's the only mattress you get in <laughs> Uh,
1: Mitchy, they then have one of the first classes, mm-hmm. I think, and Ron asks who wants to volunteer to sing, and of course he picks the one that doesn't raise their hand, which is Mitchie. Mm-hmm. So she has to sing in front of class, which is when she sings.
0: Who will I be? It's all in me. The thing is, so they sort of quote unquote demonstrate that she's shy here, but like not that much. She's like kinda shy. Yeah. If that makes
1: sense. She starts to sing it, and then Brow's like, I can't hear you. You need to sing louder. Yeah. And then immediately
0: she's able on the yeah she's <laughs> able to project and everything and i mean it obviously it doesn't take away from like being nervous and stuff yeah obviously but at the same time it's not the crippling anxiety that it seems to be for the first three bars of this is me later yeah everyone thinks
1: she's amazing tess is sour that's just what i wrote there mm-hmm. tess is so sour um and then, because she is a sour lemon, convinces Mitchy when they're walking through the woods that if she's gonna be part of their group, Mitchy's like, "I'm gonna thinking I was thinking of singing a solo." And uh, Tess convinces him that she's probably gonna be too afraid hmm. to sing in front of all of those people on her own for the very first time, right? Which is
0: again unnecessary, Tess. Yeah. So,
1: everything you do is so unnecessary
0: it's like cause I don't even I mean I guess cause there's a prize at the end um, of yeah, but the final like cause uh, I don't know <laughs> <laughs> I don't know I'm trying to like find reasons as to why Tess behaves the way she does but she's just also very unnecessary but yeah,
1: the it kind of works because Mitchie didn't decide that she might just sing in the group, yeah, rather than on her own. Then we cut to Mitchie is helping out in the kitchen, uh, for her mom, and she gets left alone for a moment, which is the moment that Shane
2: well, comes in, in yeah.
1: to complain about his food allergies, which is reasonable, yeah, because if he has food allergies, then. If he can't eat the food, what is he meant to do? Yeah. But I guess he was being a jerk about it. I don't, I didn't think so.
0: Yeah. But it was, I mean, of the jerky things that he says, this is not up there. Yeah. But it's enough for Michi to be like, hey, you're being a dick. Stop. And he's like, "Oh, I'm sorry." <laughs>
2: it's like,
0: "I guess I'll just have my management send it again." No oh, no.
1: all right, flower face person, you're like real strange.
0: Yeah, and like I, I, I was having trouble understanding, like again, where Michi's temperament yeah lies. Like it, it flip flops between her being like this completely shy, subservient person. And her being, like, confident and direct. And it's, like, I can see – I don't know. I don't know what I'm meant to be seeing from this. Like, that she has the potential to be confident or whatever. But, like, it doesn't seem like she really has that problem. Except for when it's um, narratively necessary to make her, like, okay, I'm just going to – Buckle down and do whatever it is that you want me to do, kind of thing. Whereas she's, like, super confident in some places. Yeah.
1: I I guess it's meant to be more, when she's on her own, she's more capable. But in, like, a group, she's willing to listen to a more dominant voice. I don't know. Maybe. And she tells them off. And then Shane has to teach his first class. Jesus fucking Christ, this (laughs) hip-hop
0: class? (laughs) I literally wrote, Shane teaches hip-hop, kinda. (laughs) Because it's like very, like, I get what it's going for. It's going for, like, I'm the front man who does cool moves. Yeah. Oh, I call it (laughs) hip-hop. Why? Because they have to play start the party in the background. (laughs) Start the party. I don't. I can't believe I even remember these songs. It's <laughs> very disturbing.
1: <laughs> oh well, I mean, you remember Start the Party because it comes back later in a kind of creepy way. But anyway, <laughs> uh, so Mitchie's mom at lunch, it tries to innocently introduce herself to Mitchie's friends. Mm-hmm. She sees, and Mitchie does not want her there. And mm-hmm. concocts another lie about how her this person who is not her mother cooked for like Jessica Simpson or whatever
0: and like famous other people yeah yeah like oh she's like a really famous caterer yeah I can't how? believe they got her yeah <laughs> and um and they're like oh that's so cool and I'm like oh no Mickey. <laughs> Just, just building up on
1: the fibs.
0: Yeah.
1: But then we have the campfire jam, and I feel like they use the term jam very liberally <laughs> all across it. Because a jam session implies that you go and you concoct something there. Right. As opposed to this pre-planned, <laughs> choreographed, like, what is happening? Yeah. But... We get the song that Mitchy heard uh, Tess and the other girls practicing in the beginning and the one that she has now joined as a background singer as well, which, which is too
0: I have cool. My absolute favorite thing, I don't know why, but the shoulder thing that they do, yeah. she's like, cause I'm too cool, too cool, yeah I'm too cool to know Yeah, It's so <laughs> awkward, like... <laughs> it's just <laughs> what's happening. <laughs> choreograph this,
1: but we could see that during the song, Mitchie is beginning to reflect on her life choices, being a background singer.
0: Yeah,
2: for the
1: for this person. Yeah, um, but not reflecting enough to actually change anything at the moment. Yeah. So, Mitchie and Shane afterwards. Meet down by the lake side, incidentally, when Mitchie's carrying her guitar. Yeah. And they kind of chat about...
0: Is this when he's writing, um... Yeah. Gotta find you. Yeah, he's
1: he's writing it, but he hasn't, like, brought her down to sing it to her. Right. This is just when they... When he, like, strums a little bit. He's like, oh, this sounds... Sounds interesting. Like a thing. This doesn't sound like your usual stuff. Yeah, they just have like a pretty chat. Subtract- it's one of the first times they actually speak to each other properly as opposed to Mitchie
0: yelling at him. Yelling at him. Yeah.
1: Caitlyn uh, and Tess get into an accidental spaghetti fight when Caitlyn accidentally bumps Tess and some of her spaghetti gets on her shirt and so... Tess retaliates by pouring spaghetti onto Caitlyn, and then Caitlyn throws spaghetti at Tess, wait, and so he throw spaghetti back and forth. I yes. have a question.
0: Wait, so when he sing when he sings that she hasn't heard it yet,
1: not the full song.
0: Obviously not the full song, but like yeah. when he's writing it, she hears a part of it, yes. right, and she's commenting on it. Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah, because he says, that "I hate when I have to be uncool," which I don't know what the context for that is. <laughs> but I also then. Noted that he harmonizes with himself at the chorus. Mm -hmm. Because it's just him singing. Mm -hmm. But then the harmony comes in.
1: That is one of the inconsistencies I want to talk to you about with these (laughs) diages anyway. But yes, spaghetti happens. Mm -hmm. And Caitlin. Gets the blame because Michi says nothing when Brown confronts them mm. about who started it. Um, and she gets put on kitchen duty to Michi's dismay. Which, I don't know if it would have been better if Tess had gotten put on kitchen duty. So this was the lesser of two evils. Yeah. Even though everything falls apart anyway. <laughs> But yeah, so Mitchie and Shane meet up again by the water. This time Shane catches Mitchie and brings her down by the lake and this is when he sings the full song of Gotta Find You. Like, right. This is also when I wrote self harmonise.
0: <laughs> yeah, I I just it was so funny to me that like I was like, wait, what are we meant to understand <laughs> is happening in this moment? <laughs> oh gosh
1: you're the voice i hear inside my head the reason that i'm singing i need to
0: find you anyway and then um also his transformation happens like so fast Mm -hmm. from like cocky to like oh i'm being this Oh, yeah, Sweet. he just needed some fresh Real air. Person.
1: He just needed to go outside. <laughs> he just needed a tree. <laughs> he just needed to go outside, smell the pine. It's like, listen to the birds chirping. And it's like, oh, you know, actually, I have a lot of noise in my head. I just need to calm just, it
0: down. I like, need to have some chamomile tea. I zen everything for the
1: is <laughs> I'm feeling like my old self again. But Mitchy here says something that just. Like, made me want to leave the entire movie. Oh, no. Because after Gotta Find You. Yeah. She says, and I quote, um, she's, like, complimenting him. And then she, he's like, you really think so? And she's like, it's really good, and I don't lie. Oh, I wrote that, too. <laughs>
0: <laughs> she's like, and I don't lie. And I was like,
1: girl. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, like, girl.
2: Uh-huh, <laughs> same. Absolutely Same.
0: I'm
1: like, oh, Jesus, don't say that. It's going to come crashing down around you so quickly. Yep. Because there's no other way for it to go. Yep. But Mitchie goes to help her mom in the kitchen, and Caitlin discovers that she's been lying. Mm -hmm. I mean, it took, like, a bucket of water and some tortilla chips and something that should have possibly really hurt her. Yeah. Because she lands her uh, Mitchie lands her foot in a bucket of water and goes skidding across the floor mm-hmm. and she trips over and the tortilla chips fly everywhere like she could have hurt herself yeah but, but the... she just gets
0: soaked instead yeah it's <laughs> and is it the mom that comes back and is like what yeah. the heck is going on yeah. yeah and okay i don't know what when they re they play Caitlyn's music again it's the pajama jam Okay, great. We'll get there then.
1: No, we're here at the pajama. <laughs>
0: okay, here we are. So, okay, so Caitlin's playing music or whatever, and then I wrote, every time they pretend Caitlin's music is good, I lose ten years because <laughs> it's awful. It is. it's it's like awful. It's so like really. It's not music. Ele- electronic. N- it's like not even music. <laughs> I mean, the loosest of terms is in music. <laughs> oh, oh,
2: but yeah,
1: it's the Pajama Jam. Um, T- Tess told the other girls to wear short white shorts and um, green, green hood tops.
0: Which, why? how do they have matching outfits? I don't know. How does Mitchie have a matching outfit? I don't know. Where is... <laughs> The logic, (laughs) but whatever.
2: But
1: Tess herself appears wearing like a long green tunic with a brown belt Mm and not wearing what she told them to wear because apparently that's the background singers need to be coordinated and not her. Yep. But yeah, Tess hears that Caitlin is getting applause and approval and that even Shane might like her music. And so she ruins Caitlyn's electronica jam by crying Snake, which we all know who the snake is. And it's not the power cord. Mom. Wow. I said it. So, <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, she calls out Snake, and Caitlyn is like, she's had it up to the neck with Tess and just tries to lay into her, but Tess just puts it back. Then Mitchie comes to her defense
0: and it's like... Yeah. Of... She, Tessa um, does a bunch of head signs like hand signs about her forehead and yeah. Kate Is it Caitlin? That's oh, like, whatever what major loser. Yeah. Whatever major loser. <laughs> and then uh, Michi's like, oh, I didn't realize people still did that. Yeah. Ooh. And then everyone's like, oh, <laughs> shit. And uh, this is like one of those moments where it's like, Decide. <laughs> like, who Who are, are you, Mitchie? <laughs> decide. Well, I mean, Make in the beginning, we had the song,
1: Who Will I Be? So, you know, she's kind of decided. She's still the, trying, the, trying to figure I it out. I like feel the whole point of this movie is her deciding.
0: <laughs> who am I? Shy and timid or very confident and able to come back with the film?
1: <laughs> After this, Mitchie and Caitlin are blowing up balloons and they have a talk, which... I I, I understand Caitlyn's whole feel where Mitchie starts to talk to her and she's like, I'm very confused. Why are we talking? (laughs) It's like, I'm pretty sure we're not anything. We're not friends. We're not even (laughs) anything. Why are we talking? But it comes out that Caitlyn used to be friends with Tess. Mm -hmm. Which is not surprising. Yeah. and That's why she knows that Tess doesn't like competition. Yada, yada, blah.
0: Are we to assume that Caitlyn... Was competition? <laughs> no, this is a genuine question. Not like shading her or anything. Is that what to you? I mean, I guess because Tess
1: ruined her electronica jam. Okay.
2: So, Wait, yes, I just I
1: just need to know what the movie thinks it's doing. Maybe not singing competition.
0: Maybe, T- maybe
1: Caitlyn is able to produce really well. So maybe that's what they listen.
0: Okay, based on what they think they're doing. Okay. Yes. Great.
1: Thank you.
2: But <laughs> so- <laughs> Like, you have to give
1: me something. So Shane begins to spread the word.
0: That he's that like a he's girl, looking- girl. Yeah,
1: the girl with that voice.
0: And they have this whole, like, Cinderella story montage thing yeah. of these girls being like... <clears throat> I can sing. And he's like, nope, not you. (laughs) I can also sing.
1: They're all singing Start the Party. And the reason I said it goes back in a creepy way is because he's asleep in his cabin and Lola walks by.
0: start, start, start the party. (laughs)
1: Yeah. (laughs) I was like, Lola. (laughs) Mitchie and Shane. Again, for the third scene they have together, but this time it's a boat ride. And... Shane is talking about uh, how it's difficult knowing uh, who is really just wanting to be his friend and who is trying to be his friend for the fame and all the things. Yeah. And Michi's like, oh yeah. And then he's like, well I guess you understand because your mom is president of Hot Tunes TV. The lie that you never tell. Catching up with you, Michi. <laughs> in the worst way. It's but. just
0: like, yeah, I got <laughs>
1: And Tess sees them from the shore and becomes jealous. Right. And while well, Michi begins to feel guilt. And then immediately after, Tess discovers Michi's lie about her mom because they're standing on the balcony yeah, of the cabin. it's like she's cabin.
0: stalking her. Yeah. It's very
1: creepy. Um, But yeah, Michi's saying goodbye to her mom. And Tess is like, oh, this is her mom. So she doesn't do anything about it Immediately but then the rest of Connect 3 appear and they have a performance oh, And
0: sex in my soul yeah. I can feel it Every day, every night It's, it's the, the, the one thing, thing all I like Yeah And I'm never Letting go, no, no I just want to <laughs> Play my music <laughs>
2: God,
1: they sound so like it makes me think their vocal cords are gonna rip out
0: of their <laughs> throat. <laughs> that's when um when she's like, that's the best song ever. No, it's just some girl. It's just some random girl in the crowd, I think. Is it? I feel it sounds like Debbie Lovato, <laughs> But <laughs> I feel like it's just someone in the crowd's like, that was the best song ever. And I was like, Ever?
1: <laughs> in all of the world? In I... the history of music? Are you certain? I think I, I wrote down high fives because Brown high fives, I think, um, D. LaDuke. They mm. just high five each other during the song. I'm like,
2: what do you do?
1: I'm like, it's not your song. What? Are you high fiving to your success? What? I don't get it. It's
0: their legacy. <laughs>
1: But They're like, we, yeah, we did that. <laughs> the song is over. Mitchie is with Caitlin and Connect Three are kind of behind them. Mm-hmm. I, I think uh, I was going to say Joe. What's his name? Shane mm-hmm. is going to go up talk to her. But then Tess has like this little gathering around her. And she's like,
0: Mitchie, why don't you tell us about your mom again? It's like, <laughs> it's so unprompted. <laughs> It's just like imagine yourself in that situation, and um, just one other camper at a camper at is like, "Hey, person who was a friend to me and was mean to me last night, telling me about your parent again." And it's like, "What? <laughs> tell me about how your mom is president of Hot
1: Tunes TV, right?" In China, and she's like uh, she's, my mom is a really cool person, mm. and all the stuff, it's like, and she's the president of Hot Tunes TV in China, and she's like, no, oh, she's the vice president, it's like, no. no, she's a cook for Hot Tunes TV, it's like,
0: no, <laughs> it's like Tess. she is the caterer here at this camp, And I know what you're doing, but I've dug myself into this hole, so here I am, I guess. And Shane's like, what? You don't know why.
1: Yeah, she's like, you're just like all the others. You're just trying to get close to me. Which, I mean, I guess is a fair assumption to make, because she did. It's not a little lie. (laughs) It's a huge-ass lie. Like, it's a little lie when you tell one person, but...
0: Mm. I mean, (laughs) yeah. I mean, it's... (laughs) Not just a funny thing, she did. Yeah. But she didn't lie to him if yeah. That lie didn't start for him or yeah. with him. Yeah. You know, that lie existed within his world by the time he got to her. Yeah. And he just, you know, took that information and carried on with it. Yeah. But there's no real indication to show that she planted that seed in order to get close to him. Yeah. But I guess you can be paranoid when you're a pop star. And That makes sense.
1: And Tess. uh. Tess says something along the line. I don't remember exactly what she says leading up to it, but she says, at least I'm not a big fat liar. Mm. And again, it's Tess, girl.
0: This so extra. We get it. <laughs> she lied. Ooh. I mean, yes, it's a big deal. But also, uh, we've yeah. established this at this point.
1: Also, you're about to become a liar in about two scenes. <laughs> <So>.
0: True.
1: <laughs> Shane feels betrayed, of course. Um, Tess overhears... Tess, who's like, I guess Tess thought, okay, they're not gonna be close anymore. So this is my moment. So she right. starts walking up to the cabin that Shane is, and I was like, what were you going to do? <laughs> like, what was
0: the plan? Hey, Shane, want to hang out? Hey, hi, Shane. Hi. Hey, it's... hi. Yeah, it's Tess. Hi. You want to hang out?
1: <laughs> but yeah, he over. She rather she overhears Shane telling his uncle Brown. Um, about the song that he heard from the girl with the voice that he's still looking for and he sings
0: this is real, this is me I'm exactly where I'm supposed to be because
1: that's the bit that's stuck in his head yep. and Tess, who is no stupid cookie remembers and goes directly back to her cabin to Mitchy's. which I'm like Mitchy is still in that room yeah right I was <laughs> like I guess she hasn't had time to move up yet or something, but goes directly to the cabin to Michi's songbook, opens it to the page, sees the notes, and then concocts a plan to lie.
0: I thought, like, again, I've forgotten this movie, but um, I thought in that moment she was going to take the song and then sing it herself. Because that is the logical thing to do. Yeah, that's what that's what
1: I thought would happen. <laughs> right. But it's not. Yeah. I guess they were trying to avoid cliches. Sure. I don't know why, <laughs> but because like it it would it would very much be a Little Mermaid kind of thing mm-hmm. where Ursula takes her voice and starts to like sing the song to entrance. Anyway, I'm getting that's a that's, a, that's another movie. <laughs> um Where am I? Yes. Michi is now kind of outcast. Yeah. In the which is exactly where she didn't want to be.
2: Yeah.
1: So like everyone knows who you are now, but for the wrong reason. Yep. So
0: whoops. And Shane yells at her via class. Via class, it was
1: so every so dramatic.
2: It was so mean.
0: It (laughs) It was so extra. It was like because they're like, "What advice do you have for um, final gem?" And he's like, "Well, (laughs) as long as you be yourself and authentic, bitch, because you know what, you ain't gonna win if you ain't authentic." Hint, hint, Mitchie.
2: Oh
1: man, it's it's. Uh, I feel bad for her in that moment. Mm-hmm. But Midge's mom, even though her daughter denied her, like it's her mother. like 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 Peter to Christ when like he's <laughs> about to be crucified. Um, <laughs> uh,
2: I mean,
0: what a connection! Yes, continue.
2: Um,
1: but yes, even though. She's still trying to encourage Michi to to be herself and that she's great and that she doesn't need to do all of this pretending just because she wants to be popular for a second. Yeah. It doesn't matter. Also, she seems a little unaware that her daughter had a one friend.
0: Oh, I wrote, this boy's constantly drumming anything. So there's this boy who has (laughs) zero lines and like he has a line
1: in the hip hop class.
0: I guess, but, like, um, this, like, he, um, is just constantly drumming things that aren't drums. Yes. He consistently has his drumsticks on him, which, fair, whatever, but, like, he's consistently, like, on a table, on the floor, on a stair, on my head. I mean, he doesn't do it on his head, but I'm being, Mm -hmm. you know, hyperbolic. But, yeah, he's just consistently drumming, and that was just a thing that I noticed. (laughs) But yes,
1: so in the cafeteria, Mitchie ends up having to sit well, I say having to sit. It's what she should have been sitting all along. Sure. But she sits with Caitlin and Lola and I forget the other two's names. Um but it's the ones who rap.
0: So <laughs> Yeah, the breakdancing boys that are consistently breakdancing to nothing sometimes. Yes. Yeah.
1: But yes, Tess being her test self takes um, her tray of food, and goes to Mitchy and is like, "The chicken was a little dry. Can you tell your mom to be careful next time?" And I'm like,
0: "Bitch, just about my mom's cooking.
1: <laughs> like it was yes. fine up until now." Mm. <sighs> anyway,
0: just another way to assert her dominance.
1: But Michi confronts Tess this, mm. this time. Um, it doesn't bode well for her. <laughs> so really there's no point to it. Yeah. Because then we have a final jam prep montage where they count down five days until the final jam and everyone's getting ready and they're practicing and doing all the stuff. And on the day I think is it on the day of or the day before the final jam? I think
0: it's the day before.
1: Yeah. Uh Tess has concocted her plan fully and accuses Michie and Kaylin of stealing her charm bracelet. So this charm bracelet we have not mentioned before, but it was given to her by her mom and every time she
0: wins a Grammy.
1: Wins a Grammy, she adds a charm onto the placement. So it would be a very sentimental thing.
0: Yeah. Also Michie said it was blingalicious when she saw it.
1: Oh god. I know. But yes. <laughs> it would make sense for Tess to really want that charm bracelet back. Yeah. But Mitchie and Caitlin of course say they have no idea what happened to it because they did nothing wrong. Yeah. But Brown miraculously finds the bracelet amongst a stack of books in the kitchen. Because I mean, if you steal something, of course you leave it out in the open for people to
0: find. Right. (laughs) Like I mean (coughs) to his credit, Brown obviously doesn't Believe yeah, it, but he, doesn't he has to do something in order yeah. to placate Tess.
1: Brown essentially says that they are banned from camp activities until the end of Final Jam.
0: Which and, he says, yes, like two or three other times until the end of Final Jam, until the end of Final Jam, until <laughs> the end of Final Jam, <laughs> and they're like, got it.
1: Well, initially, they're not They like,
0: They don't get it. They don't yeah. get it. Initially, they're like, okay, I guess summer's over for us then. <laughs> Great. But
1: Mitchie and Caitlin are out by the lake and they're like, oh, life is sad and everything is wrong.
0: Caitlyn's like, he just kept saying until, until the, the end thing. of Final Jam. And Mitchie goes,
1: wait, <laughs> I just, get it. She just gets this huge grin on her face and they like, what? Like, if anyone grinned at me like that, I'd be like, what's <laughs> wrong with you,
2: too? <laughs> uh, you're gonna murder me.
1: <laughs> it's now Final Jam. Peggy and Ella have been practicing with... Uh, with... Um, I said fed up with... No, yeah, fed up with... Have been practicing with Tess during the montage. They've yeah. been prepping this particular song that we haven't heard. Yeah. But they're doing one final rehearsal before they go out and... Tess messes up, but she blames Peggy and Ella, Mm -hmm. and Peggy and Ella have had it, and they decide to leave, and they're going to do their own thing. Peggy walks off first, and then Tess is like, well, you just make sure you get it right to Ella. And Ella's like, actually, forget you. I'm leaving. Goodbye. Yeah. (laughs) So Tess is not going to do the song on her own.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So Brown announces that the final jam winner not only gets the prize but gets to record with Shane Ray. Mm-hmm. <sighs> so we get the first song, which is a song that I actually kind of really like, which is "Hasta La Vista."
0: Hasta la vista, na 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 say goodbye to na 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 na.
1: Yeah, I don't know why I like it.
0: I like it too. That's but
1: kinda, I, I, it's, it's I really, I, I, particularly enjoy that song. Also, they have trampolines on stage for no reason. <laughs> um, <laughs> I was like, how heavy are those things? You have to push them onto the stage and yeah. to take them off in between performances. There's no reason for you to have trampolines. Y'all unnecessary.
2: Yeah.
1: But they say Ella joins that performance with Baron and the other pop and locking person. And I literally just wrote out one of their names. One of them is Baron. <laughs>
0: which one? We'll never know.
1: <laughs> and then after that is Tess's performance of two stars, which her mom is actually in the audience for. So she's determined to put on a good performance for her.
0: Look at me, look at you. Two stars are better than one. Come on, come on, come on.
1: I don't like that song as much as the others, but I like that song for the the lyrical tie-in with what's happening because she's singing, come on, come on, come on, look at me, as her mom has turned away to take a phone call. Right. So she's kind of practically begging her mom to pay attention to her, and then she stumbles on stage, like a true professional, she runs away. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, I, she's a kid. Like, at the end of the day.
0: Yeah, she's, she, a, child.
1: She, she's a child.
2: Yeah.
1: Um. So, uh, you take some failures deeper than others, especially if it's the one time that your mother was there to see you. Yeah. After that... They announced Margaret... Dupree.
0: Dupree. At the um,
1: last minute audition. Which, like, were there only going to be two performances at the final <laughs> No, because they, they're like... They have the final (laughs) listing. There are all these other campers, but we only get to see two performances. And then it's like, well, we have a last minute audition, but not audition, uh, a last minute um, inclusion from Margaret Dupree. And Ella's like, who's Margaret Dupree? And turned to see Peggy in like a
2: headband
1: in like 60s clothes with an electric guitar. It's like, I'm Margaret Dupree.
0: She doesn't say it like that. But, but. Yeah, she's, yeah. She's like, it's me! Bye! And then, is this where we get a montage of yeah. her being a background character? Yeah. So I was thinking this whole time, like, it's so weird to think that Peggy is in her own movie. <laughs> like, if she, like there is a movie within yeah. Peggy's storyline of her being, like, the, the, you know, subservient or whatever. Like, um mean girl or whatever and then her gaining her voice and then having her final like i'm here i am and i'm gonna sing a song because i am talented yeah and like even spoiler alert she wins um even when she wins i'm like this peggy is in her own (laughs) movie
1: yeah she does sing here i am um, that is her Here
0: I am Here I am Which doesn't help the fact that I keep I kept conflating her <laughs> with <laughs> the girl from camp because yeah. I was like this is the same fucking song. Yeah. Like they're dressed fairly similarly. Yeah. They look like the same person. Yeah.
1: Also, she's playing that guitar terribly. Yeah, absolutely. She's like, She keeps wiggling her body with every strum that she makes and it's really unnecessary because the song is so mellow yeah so it's like it's like imagine someone is like rocking double time to a slow jam and that's what's <laughs> happening in that song because it's really it's uh, oh my god the guitar is bad across all films the guitar playing is bad so after her song Tess goes up and apologizes to
0: Character development in the last two minutes. Yeah. I mean, like, I get what they're going for, and this is meant to be like a feel good movie, I guess, but like, give her an arc over two movies if that's the case. Like, if you're gonna wanna have her not be the bad guy by the end, Mm -hmm. either start her redemption earlier or redeem her in the second movie, Mm -hmm. where at the end she is like kind of like realizing. I messed up. Maybe next summer I'll be nicer. And then she comes in and we see her being like kind of nice and people being like, what the heck? And she <laughs> being like, no, for real, for real, I'm nice. And then by the end, she's a nice person. Yeah. But like her her seeing her mom not see her perform and then running off and then seeing Peggy perform and then coming back and being like, I'm sorry I tried to sh- to silence you this entire time. You're actually really talented and we are friends now and I'm nice. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it is now the end of Final Jam.
0: So yeah. the judges
1: go off. The judges being the members of Connect 3. Yeah. And <laughs> they go off to deliberate. And then we hear feedback. And Brown goes off to investigate. And Mitchie's holding a mic and she says, it's the end of
0: Final Jam. And he's like, I was hoping you would catch on. By the <laughs> way, he's British.
1: It's the end of Final Jam. And Mitchie goes on stage and she's in front of the crowd and she sings This is me.
0: We're okay. This is the thing that I like parody a lot whenever I hear the song like within you know our group of friends. Yeah. Because she walks on stage like she is going to faint out of (laughs) absolute anxiety. And she sings like a bit of the verse just facing the back yeah and then by the time it's the core she's like no i'm confident and then she, her also her performance style here is very distracting because <laughs> now she's just like shaking her entire body like this is me this is real i'm exactly where i'm supposed like does the mic even pick up her voice properly because she's her hands all over the place
1: shame now realizing, upon hearing the chorus of the song that he has been looking for the entire summer, he turns around and he sees Mitchie, and he goes to her, and it
2: we kind of still here in summer, the reason that been, yeah. It kind
1: of this is me kind of turns into a reprise duet kind of thing. Yeah, in the middle of the song, so I'm just like we never hear the full
0: song on its so. own. Yeah, <laughs> but oh, that's true. But yeah, we got this is a real you're the missing piece. I need some song inside of me. This is a real Yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> I need to find you. You know, it happens, it's iconic. Yeah. We can't deny it. it's a bop. And also this moment that they have on stage, yeah. again, I was projecting myself into Anyone else in that audience. <laughs> there is zero context for what's happening right now. And I'm like, this is very weird to anyone who doesn't know anything, which is most of the people yeah. there. They
2: finish
1: singing and Margaret Dupree wins the final jam.
0: To which I wrote, again, Peggy is in her own fucking movie.
1: <laughs> I mean, at least she's not and Peggy anymore. <laughs> <laughs> so Tess tells Michi that they're really good and when someone's that good, they should tell them that they're that good. Which we did knew.
0: But... Yeah, but I guess thanks for coming around then Tess. <laughs> and then they go into the final final song. Yeah. Which is Jump Rock, I guess. we or rock. We rock. Yeah. we rock! We rock! We rock good. <laughs> we rock. We rock! <laughs> so in this song, right, they're performing yeah. the solos and duets that they that are given only make sense within the context of what we've just seen. Yeah. Because like we have Demi having a duet with Joe only within the context of the narrative that we were just presented with. Yeah. Does it make sense to have these people paired up or whatever in the ways that they are? Yeah. Outside of that context, what? (laughs) How did, one, Joe sing with Demi this whole time and not recognize the voice? Yeah. Two, when did they give Peggy
1: a solo? It's it's the continuity thing where it's like, she, um, Michi shouldn't have even been able to sing in that final song. Because even if they had, like, let's say they decided to practice that that day. Yeah. Like... Okay, so these are all of the people who are going to be in
0: final jam. The Final
1: Jam, so yeah. they're all gonna sing a song at the very end. Yeah. She shouldn't have known the song, where to go, what to do, because she's been banned from captivities yeah. until the end of Final Jam. Exactly. And it just also, I mean, it's what do you want? Because in 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 the actual like visuals of the song, people are singing, but there's no sound coming of it. <laughs> so I mean like I, I was I was watching it and I was like, okay, so I hear Demi Lovato's voice and no one else, but Allison Stoner and Joe Jonas's mouths are moving. So <laughs> clearly something is happening.
0: But yeah, I don't know. I obviously I understand why they did it. Yeah. For our benefit. Yes. As the audience of the narrative of Mitchie's life and her lies and her relationship with Joe, etc. etc. Yes. But just a little bit left to that narrative and I'm like, when did why do these people get to play solos? Especially Michi, who's not necessarily shown any like desire to be in the spotlight. Yeah. Until the end. Like no real desire to like really take charge and have attention until the end. When and why would they have paired her and Shane up?
1: You're, you're asking the wrong one. I know.
0: <laughs> I do like the song, We Rock. And then we have, like, a final scene.
1: Yeah, three months which, later.
0: I don't know if I'd ever seen that scene before. Yeah,
2: I don't know.
0: I'm like, I feel like, to me, the movie ends Yeah. at that song, We yeah. Rock.
1: Yeah, that makes sense if it just ends. At we rock
0: and I'm like is it just my memory or is it that they played it that way on the Disney Channel and then this is like some like DVD extra type scene well, I mean, I, don't know, because I got thing.
1: it I got it from the Amazon one and it's like that right it's just right after I feel like it would it would be, it feels like an after credit scene yeah but it doesn't
0: happen after the credits. <laughs> yep But yeah, it's
1: three months later, and Caitlyn has built a recording studio in her garage. Where do these people live? Because it's three months later, so they're not at camp anymore.
2: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: So it was the last day of school when we met them. Mm -hmm. And then summer is, what, two months? Mm -hmm. So let's say they were at camp for the entire two months, and now school started again. Where do they live that Caitlyn... Tess, Peggy, Ella, and Mitchie are, and is Lola there? Are in the radius to come to her house yeah. to record?
0: Yeah, I don't know. I feel like
1: they come from
2: everywhere.
0: Right. Yeah. Because it's camp. camp rock. Yeah, <laughs> it's like it sounds like a, it's like a camp that would attract people from different states and stuff. Yeah.
1: Or well, maybe even if they're in the same state, it's like different city. Different, it's far, different far, far places. Yeah.
0: Anyway, I don't know what song we're here.
1: Um, our time is here. N- nothing. It's me. Nothing. <laughs> nothing
0: good at
2: all. Um, Not a
0: lick of a sound <laughs> comes to to mind. But I do. I did note that I don't hate this song. Yeah. And then I said Caitlin did not make this, sorry. <laughs> Based on past experience. Or her the few notes that she consistently played for us. No. She
1: I did mean, not create that's why yet. that's why I feel like she's more on the producing side because she was in charge of the instruments for Michie's This Is Me. Yeah. So I feel like she's very much like maybe she likes the sounds of MIDI. Electronica, but I feel <laughs> like
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> she's like this is this is my wheelhouse. This is things that I like. <laughs> but otherwise, I think she's very much like a producer kind sure. of thing. She's like a music producer. She can.
0: That's you know. all fine and well. <laughs> I'm just saying the examples that they gave us <laughs> did not indicate to me <laughs> that she is. Capable of creating anything. Maybe she just
2: likes the extreme stuff.
0: Maybe she just likes the extremist stuff. Sure. (laughs) But yeah, that is Camp Rock. Yeah. Uh, The only thing really I have to note uh, is this is a theme that links to camp. But (laughs) if if you don't, if we keep referring to camp and the camp episode, that will be a bonus episode on the Patreon. I'll talk about that in a minute. But just know that currently, this conversation does will appear in some way, shape, or form in the camp episode. But they they do this thing again where they have the people of color, more specifically black, as like set dressing. And then, like, they have them do very stereotypical stuff, like hip hop and rapping. Yeah. <laughs> they have the one other black girl uh, rap. Um, they have, I don't know, like, they don't even have, like, one white pop and locking boy who's consistently popping and locking with <laughs> the others, you know? It's just like, yeah, that's what they do. Yeah. Anyway, they're not really important. You can completely remove them from the narrative and nothing changes. The only one that has a storyline is Peggy, but even then, we don't really see her storyline per se. We see her story through the eyes of Mitchy. Yeah, I don't know. It's Take that, whatever it is that you want to take away from that. It's just uh, interesting that that's kind of what... DCOMs are like in general, except yeah. for Cheetah Girls, where it's like three people of color and one white girl.
2: Yeah.
0: Which obviously we're going to cover because I love cheetahs. <laughs> but like, it's just, it's the way that DCOMs tend to be is that like, even if there's a black person, even if the black person is maybe a protagonist in some way, we don't really see other black people. Except for that one movie, Let It Shine. With the kid from, the guy from Everybody Hates Chris.
1: Also, um, what is the one where they jump rope?
2: Oh, jump in? Yes. <laughs>
0: but Unless That's literally like...
2: a movie
1: about double dutch. <laughs>
0: <Yeah. laughs> Let's get to rating this.
1: Okay, what inanimate Ooh. objects do we have?
0: Um, We have a notebook of songs. Okay. Bracelets with Grammy charms. Okay. The hat from hip-hop class. For music and choreography, there's very little of it in this this one. Um, well, I um, in guess terms it's, of choreography. Yeah. Um, but I really, really appreciated like we mentioned before that they like stage fright. They do have they do show us when a song's being either conceived or rehearsed on or whatever but like we don't only get that same snippet every single time all the time forever and ever yeah um we do like even though we do hear a repeat of this is me we get the full song kind of at the end yeah um so we get so much more out of it when it finally does happen um it happens a couple other times where they plant seeds with um Shane singing, play my music, and, um... Tess singing too cool. Yeah, too cool. There's, uh, who will I be? Like, those little snippets or whatever. We get more... They get more fleshed out either later or with who will I be. It happens in the beginning. Yeah, But, like, I don't know. It doesn't feel exhausting, and I'm not over it by the time This Is Me happens. I'm not, like completely done with the song. I'm not like, fucking shut up. (laughs) I'm like, okay, there's a verse I've never heard before. Cool. Yeah. Um, And for that, I say all of that to say, um, I would give this three and a half hip-hop hats.
1: Pretty original score. Mm Um. So, I don't have many complaints. I mean, some songs are better than others, but I mean, for a movie, because with like a musical, let's say you have a lot of songs, a large pool of songs, Mm -hmm. and you might change some of the songs, you might whittle them down, get rid of them entirely. So, I suspect maybe a movie musical is kind of like that, except for the fact that you don't have like an audience. To
2: test it, it on? Yeah,
1: to test it on, to have like pre shows, workshops, and things like that, just yeah. to see if these things will... So, I feel like some oh. of the songs land a little better than some of the others, but I mean, every song can't be perfect. Mm-hmm. So, I don't have any particular complaints about any of the songs in the movie. Choreography, again, there's not a whole lot. Um,
0: <laughs> Save the two hip hop poppin' and yeah, lockins. Th-
1: they're the only ones I could think of. I think I'll go with um, three point seven five hip hop hats. Okay, so like a, a hip hop hat and like a baseball cap.
0: Story wise, it's a fairly standard like decom teen. It it feels
1: convoluted. Yeah, but it's they're like yes yeah.
0: it feels very unnecessary <laughs> um but you know uh it's fairly standard like narrative of like person tells lie in order to be popular lie catches up to them and then they somehow repent and end of the movie <laughs> um and
1: also, it's important to be yourself at all times.
0: Yeah, it's like a three three songbooks. Three
1: mm-hmm. songbooks.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's not, it's not.
1: It feels like more is going on than there actually is. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, it's there's not a lot at stake except for Viji's reputation. Sure. And even that gets smoothed over relatively quickly because she's outcast. But then. They, she performs at the end and she gets applause, and there doesn't seem to be any significant repercussion for the fact that she lied. Sure. I I tried to put myself in the place of someone at the camp. Yeah. Where it's like I'm not friends with any of them, mm-hmm. but I hear that this girl in particular told people that her mom was a president of Hot Tunes TV, mm-hmm. but she was just lying. It was like, oh, okay.
2: Yeah. Okay, I wouldn't care Care? Mm -hmm. much
1: I'd be like oh who is this I guess she's a liar then probably won't associate her haven't been associating with her in the first place yeah I continue on with my life
0: yeah I mean it only really affects um and by effect I've used that term very loosely um Caitlin Tess Peggy Ella and Shane
1: yeah but this is a storyline that we're following
0: so I'll give it
1: uh, three some books it's not unwatchable.
0: Yeah. Um, in terms of total enjoyment, complete enjoyment, um, I had fun. It's fine. It's not high school musical. It's not
1: <laughs> high school musical is the standard by all decom films. By all D- well,
0: here's the thing. With decom musicals, I think okay. high school musical like sets the standard. But yeah, yeah I don't know. It's it's fine. The songs are memorable. I had a good time watching it. I would give it three and a half charm bracelet. I enjoyed it.
1: It's not. It
0: doesn't.
1: It doesn't try to be High School Musical, uh-huh. which is something I can appreciate.
0: I think they steered away from the whole. That's why they tried to make the scenes like a lot more diegetic and stuff. Yeah, in order to sort of kind of rope in those who aren't very um, into musicals, yeah, like who are like Like, performances
1: happen when there's a performance. Yeah,
0: and so it's like it it makes internal logic Uh,
1: overall enjoyment. I enjoyed it. It's fun. It's fine. It's 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 you see, baby Demi Lovato, three point five charms, so like half a rabbit on a charm bracelet. (laughs)
0: Yeah, (laughs) it was a fun time. I had fun. Did you have fun?
1: Yes, I had fun. <laughs> okay. <laughs> my you... mood
0: is better, by the way. Okay.
1: <laughs> I didn't want to
0: ask. <laughs> in, terms of, in terms of continuity of how I started this episode, <laughs> I'm, I'm feeling a lot better now. So, this week in What I'm Obsessed with, my one obsession this week was... Um, I found this thing Taylor Loudman did um, earlier in the year called Write Out Loud, Mm -hmm. and it was like this um, competition of musical theater songwriting Mm -hmm. stuff. The thing specifically that I'm um, obsessed with right now is the song that she did called Little Miss Perfect, the one that she sang. She didn't write it. The writer of it was, Oof! I do not want to butcher this. His name is Jiraiya Kwame. If I'm saying it wrong, I am so sorry. Yeah, it's called Little Miss Perfect. It's very cute. I like it. It's about like, um, this girl who is gay, but like does not want to be because she's not really explored that yet. And she's like, like the first few words are like straight hair, straight A, straightforward, na na. Um, that's my obsession of the week. That's yours.
1: I always feel dreadfully unprepared for these because I never prepare. So that's why (laughs) I feel unprepared because I am. But last week I went and I have made it my mission in this year, in this last year. And I feel like I've been succeeding to see more musicals in person. Mm -hmm. And I have been succeeding because I went and saw falsettos. Yeah. Um, Falsettos is having its UK run currently at the time of this airing. I have this relationship with Falsettos uh, in that I randomly saw a trailer for the casting that had Christian Borle and Stephanie J. Block and Andrew Reynolds. I randomly saw a trailer for it on YouTube. And in this trailer, it showed the beginning, which is fine, and then happiness. And it's like, oh, this is a fun, quirky musical. And then things start to go downhill, and it's all in the trailer. And I was like, wait, what? And I got emotional from a trailer. So I found a bootleg, and I watched that, Mm -hmm. and I cried. One thing you have to understand about me is I don't cry very easily at things
0: mm-hmm.
1: it's not something that happens um it's happening more as i get older and i don't know what that means for my emotional thing but <laughs> it <laughs> i don't cry easily but i cried at this and then i i watched it again i watched because they had a professional taping of it so i managed to get the professional taping and i watched that and I cried and i went to this Production, knowing full well how things were gonna go down, and willing to subject myself to that pain again because *Hulstados* is good. It's well, it's set uh, between the seventies and the eighties, late seventies, early eighties, and it's about this uh, Jewish and kind of some a little bit half Jewish family uh, who are growing up, and one of the the father is and it's just so emotional and it's in the middle of the AIDS crisis and I am getting sad <laughs> talking about it so I'm gonna stop <laughs> but it's you have to understand it's good fun like for the most of the show it's it's really good fun it's entertaining, it's funny and I think because it's so funny it makes it all the more devastating when it stops being funny
0: sure, yeah it session. is a good production. So if you are in London, go see it. I saw it. It was good. Um, I didn't cry because I don't cry. <laughs> but if I did, I would. So you reached the end of our podcast. So follow us on Twitter and Instagram at tmmtmmpodcast Podcast at Tell Me More, Tell Me More Podcast on Tumblr. And you can email us at Tell Me More, Tell Me More Podcast at gmail.com. Now, When I say you can email us, there's, like, a laundry list of things that you could do, (laughs) you know. You could be sending us an anecdote about maybe your experience with uh, our movie catalog, whatever it is, movie it is that you want to tell us about. Um, You could be telling us an anecdote of you going to theater and having a weird experience or an interesting experience. You could be asking us a question about something musical theater related, performing related. We've both been in several university productions. We've both directed musical theater productions. Tell us your obsessions. If there's something that you're obsessed with and are so surprised that we haven't mentioned it, let us know and we may read it out loud. We may read your emails out loud. But yeah, if you want it to just be private to us and you want us to respond privately, make that the very apparent so that we know. I just wanted to let you know that we have a Patreon. We may have mentioned it at the end of the previous episode. We did. But um, to be a little bit more clearer for you to understand what the Patreon does, it's just going to be an extra episode and potentially other extra content. But the main staple of the Patreon is an extra episode per month. Um, we will be, it's a little bit looser on the Patreon. We will be covering, you know, sometimes we'll be covering musical episodes of shows a la the Heathers or um, Carrie episode of Riverdale. We may be covering specific episodes of a musical show like the Brittany episodes of Glee. We may be covering a movie that was then turned into a stage musical so like mean girls but then we'll also talk about mean girls the show and the songs we don't have any tier systems set up or any minimum um, pledges set up so you can pledge as much as your wallet will allow you Um, we're not going to hemorrhage you of your um, capital so yeah, go pledge and listen to us talk some more about other musical things. Just type in TMM TMM podcast or Tell Me More Tell Me More podcast, and it will be the one that has our logo or is it a logo? Our our artwork that is on everything. Our faces, <laughs> our animated faces. So yeah, thank you so much for listening, and we will catch you in the next one. This has been. Tell me more, tell me more, and I have been your host, Leah. And I've been your host, Adicia. Goodbye!